Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. Welcome to another episode of Ice Cold Conservative, and I'm your host, Jasmine St. Clair. If you're enjoying the show so far and you'd like to see more like my previous episodes and support other really great shows on Freedom First TV, please make sure to subscribe and click the code Jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N, to save a few bucks and support the network and free speech. So as a lot of you know, I'm not one to stray away from uh, controversy. And my next guest, is one who's actually, um, he's pretty up there when it comes to controversy in the world of wrestling. Let's welcome our guest to Ice Cold Conservative, Drake Wirtz. So the second I heard that you're coming to XPW Wrestling, I was so excited because it's so rare these days to find anyone in a wrestling locker room or in general that, that's a conservative. You know, like, how did that come about? It's very shocking still to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> very shocking that I'm coming to XPW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hey, look, I'll, I'll be the first to agree with you. I mean, it's, it, it, it's rare just in entertainment as a whole. Uh, just for anybody that has any sort of conservative-leaning mindset um, to, to actually bring that to the forefront. Um, because, look, it's fear of being, quote-unquote, canceled. Uh, you know, I can tell you, like, Obviously, people that are watching this, if they, if they don't know, I did work um, for the largest wrestling and, quite frankly, one of the largest entertainment companies in the world for seven years, WWE. And I can tell you, there are a lot of lot of men and some women in that in that dressing room that have a lot of zeros on their paychecks that are actually conservatives, but they will not mention it whatsoever because because again, they're they're scared of the mob. Um, and look, I, will, I won't fault any individual person, you know what I mean? If they want to keep their thoughts themselves, not a problem, whatever. Uh, but look, I, I know just for me, I got tired of, of just like, again, bending a knee to this liberal woke agenda. Uh, it really came out to the forefront in 2020. And look, I think it's time for, for conservatives uh, to, to stand strong, to not be that silent majority anymore. You know what I mean? And uh, look, this opportunity with XPW, it's kind of been, it's been in the works for, I'd say close to a year and a half, actually. Um, and just the timing, the timing was right. It worked out. I'm, you know, I, I, I certainly 
actually am not looking to go full-time into professional wrestling again, but, um, you know, I've, I've been in it for 20 years. Uh, but, look, I'm in the best physical condition of my life, the best mental condition of my life. And, um, you know, no matter what, uh, I, I love the business. I love pro wrestling. I like, I'll shamefully admit it. I always have and I always will. Um, you know, I, again, I've, I've traveled the world for, for 20 years, on, you know, as you have as well throughout the wrestling business. And just seeing the world on another man's dime and just being able to, you know, at the sake of sounding a little cheesy, live my childhood dream. And uh, there's a lot more for me to, to, to give. I've, you know, accomplished all the goals that I wanted to do. Um, but I think it's, it's time for, you know, to open a proverbial new chapter uh, in professional wrestling for Drake. Yeah, I was really shocked because you look at someone like Shrek, I mean, Schlack, like, <laughs> I, I was like a Freudian slip. Um, it's just this whole, you guys are like polar opposites. Now, I'm going to spray away for one second. You did run for Florida for your district, correct? District 38? I did, yeah. Look, okay. I, uh, yeah, I did run for state representative for House District 38. Um you know, like so many people talk about, oh man, we got to change, we got to change what's going on. And, and, and look in my mind, and I think in a lot of people throughout the, throughout the nation, local uh, representation and local politics is really what matters. Like, yes, who's the president, who your congressperson is like, it's important, but really at the state level, county level, city level, especially school board level, um, that's really kind of what shapes your everyday, you know, life. And so, Look, I, you know, I, I went for it, um, you know, absolutely no shame. I, I came up on the losing end. Uh, the establishment, you know, Rhino Republicans came out, uh, came out against me. I was a little too conservative for them, if that's such a thing. Uh, but, you know, it was an incredible experience, Jasmine. It really was. Um, in my district, I mean, we knocked on 7,000 doors. We raised a good amount of money for a first-time candidate. Um, I got to build a lot of great relationships and make a good positive impact. Um, and you know, who, who knows if I'll ever run again, but, um, you know, it was, it, it's cool because, you know, I, as you're aware, like once you, once you put your name in the hat and you officially file, you do all the paperwork and all that to run for office, it kind of gives you a whole new platform as well. That would, would have never been afforded to you if you were just like a local activist or somebody protesting mandates or something like that. Like once you run, like you put you put pressure, you put political pain on the establishment, and then and then you're afforded these opportunities and a platform that you would never would have got before. So it was really cool. Yeah, we're facing something similar to that in Santa Monica. So I ran my friend's campaign for city council. And mm -hmm. I understand we have too many conservatives running that maybe it's going to take away from this person's vote who could be a viable candidate or that person, but they didn't even give him a chance. And now we're stuck with this left-wing nutjob stuff between, yep. between men dressing up as women, hanging out with young kids, which I think is really repulsive. Yep. I don't have kids, but I think it's really horrible. Mm -hmm. And then you have this whole liberal agenda here in Santa Monica where they want to have like one bathroom and they want to have all this other stuff. So my friend can't run again because they claim that they have other conservatives and they are rhinos. That is true. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you have the GOP telling people don't talk about election fraud because it's not true. Yeah. So I do have the um, the honor of working the polls this year in uh, Pacific Palisades. So I'm probably I'm going to see what's going on exactly. Like if I see anything, I'm going to tape yeah. it. Wow, so you have to see clear you the have board. To. Yeah. You have to. Like <laughs> I, I like I love seeing, huh? 
No, that's yeah. that's fraud. But I love speaking to young voters. You know. Yeah. 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 Are you going to run again? Like you've got to run for something. You just can't sit back. <laughs> Well, definitely not saying that. And look, even now, I mean, uh, myself and my wife, we're, we're highly involved uh, with our local uh, Seminole County Republican Party. Look, trying to bring them more to the conservative side. And then we got some good candidates for school board that we're, that we're working with and, and working forward to get them across the finish line. Our U.S. Congress district is a, a hot and heavy race right now. So I'm working on that campaign. So, you know, we're still knocking doors for the calls and everything, but you know, kind of circling back to what you what you said, you know, it's not just it's not just the left. It's not just the Democrats. I mean, the establishment GOP, man, they're nasty. They really are nasty, nasty rhinos. And again, it's almost like they they don't want to, you know, while you and I might have a goal of like crushing, crushing the left, like liberal leftist agenda, they, they're like, oh, maybe we'll just win by a little bit and we'll just go along to get along. And like, meanwhile, there's this whole entire motive to just you know, uh, change of basic design for gender and indoctrinate children. And, um, you know, I know in California, you got it really bad, but infringing on the Second Amendment, like never before, like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy, unconstitutional, you know, radical stuff that they're pushing. Um, open borders, of course, obviously. And it's just like, uh, you know, wow, we're just going to kind of go along and get along and be silent with this. It's like when Republicans win, they're like, oh, well, yeah, let's just fundraise. And like when Democrats win, like they just they want more and they they flex their power. And I think that's where Republicans need to be better is like when we get a majority, when we get control, actually use that power to push forth meaningful legislation that's going to have teeth and it's going to actually, you know, advance the cause. Yeah, I think that too many people are thinking and voting with emotions. Like, I feel that uh, Republicans today are like old school Democrats and Democrats today are like old school Republicans where they're just trying to ban things all the time. Yeah. And I remember you said you you did live here before in California, correct? I did. Yeah, I lived up north uh, near Grass Valley. So you're in the Gascon Territory, Gavin yeah. Newsom, that area? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was more closer to Sacramento, but yeah, I was uh, I was up in that area for sure for two years. So I spent a lot of time in SoCal, though. Wrestled down, wrestled all over the state, quite a bit. So yeah, very very familiar with uh, uh, with the California territory. <laughs> you know, I have yet to see like I don't know, maybe, and this is a horrible thing. I wouldn't wish this on anyone's kid, but what is it? What do you think it takes? for these rhinos to actually wake up and do what they're supposed to like does it take some transgender like going after their kids does it take a tranny holding your child's hand at a freaking gay nightclub where mm -hmm. there's alcohol they're underage kids with parents mm -hmm. i want to know where the hell was cps right. and where like why wasn't the abc involved now if that was a straight club they'd like shut that thing down right away right. Like, where do you think we stand as a party now? Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Naturals set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. 
And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose proper all-naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, look, I, I really, I really hope it'll be a wake up call. I mean, again, it's just, it's getting crazier and crazier by the day um, to, to, to where again, now, now the left there, they twist words and use euphemisms that are kind of clever where like they'll have phrases like minor attractive person. No, that's a pedophile. Like they're trying to normalize pedophilia, that equality act that they've been trying to push through at, at the federal level for years. It, 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 it has pedophilia as a protected class. So that's like, that's what they're pushing now. It's no longer, you know, high taxes and just high taxes and open borders and, you know, gun restrictions. I mean, they're trying to normalize pedophilia. Uh, obviously when it comes to life, I mean, they want in California, they want abortion 30 days after birth. I mean, it's just, it's gone from safe, legal, rare to like crazy. I mean, it's just very, very radical. And so I, I think the further down, the further downhill it goes, uh, hopefully, those those Republicans in power are going to wake up, but I do think you know there is some hope. There's some strong conservatives um, at the national level, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like Lauren Boebert out of California. Um, you know, they're, that are actually kind of really championing the cause, and hopefully there will be more you know America First candidates like that that'll that'll win. Um, and again, you know, I I don't have hope in the federal government. I think you know the state government and the local city and county. Uh, councils, that's where they really got to stand up and, and check the federal beast and defy any kind of tyranny or overreach. I mean, you guys saw that a lot in, in 2020 where, where, you know, Gavin Newsom was shutting down small businesses and shutting down churches and, and those that actually stood strong and, um, and defied him. You know what I mean? You got to see like there were good sheriffs. Like there was a sheriff in Riverside and Riverside who was like, no, I'm not going to obey what the governor's saying. You know what I mean? Like it's, it was a good showing of local representation. It was very strong, especially with the restaurants. Now, what I'm trying to wrap my head around is, oh, well, Gavin Newsom allowed all the wineries to stay open, but all mm. the small businesses had to shut down. That's right. He worked for the Gettys at their wineries. If exactly. you look at his hands, he's never worked a day in his life, maybe jacked yeah. off or something, but he has never worked a day in his life as a working human being. Basically, he's like a whore. He was there greeting the customers at the wineries and sitting down with them and curtsying and just trying to keep the business. So he never had a job in his yeah. life. And if you a career politician, I mean, if you go back to the early 2000s when he was a mayor of San Francisco to now the governor. And look, I think he has every intention 
Um, you know, Joe Biden's just going to be a one-term president. I think they're going to have Gavin Newsom be the Democrat nominee in 2024. Gavin Newsom, Jasmine, listen to this. He's buying ads in Florida, attacking our governor. Like that, you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Uh, and, and so look, he represents that modern day Democrat party. And, um, uh, I think they're going to try to push him all the way up to the forefront. Yeah. I don't think Biden's going to run again. I think what they're trying to do is, um, a Kamala, uh, Gavin ticket, which I'll come back to in a second about um, Kamala, whatever her name is, Kamwat, whatever, Comrade Kamala Harris. So with Gavin, here's the issue. So uh, there's so many things that come out of this. Number one, I would love to see Trump run again because he has the very MAGA agenda. And yes, I am the most ultra MAGA person you'll probably ever meet or one of them. And he really had this country on the right path. And if the, if he runs again, maybe with, could there be a DeSantis Trump bill? Would he be a sitting duck if he came in? Because if we had DeSantis in the ticket, <clears throat> there's one issue. Okay, he's handsome. Uh, he has a very beautiful wife who just survived cancer. And he's very smart. I loved what he did sending the migrants up to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, I just don't want them coming to Florida to work because God knows they'll probably start breaking shit down and like stealing things. Then you have... Gavin, who the soccer moms like and these suburban moms, it shows how stupid they are because he released inmates into the streets. He's letting people across those borders. We don't know who's a pedophile. We don't know what their background check is. And he welcomes them with open arms. What do you think we're facing in 2024 as far as an election with a president? Yeah, it, it, I mean, Newsom has a proven track record. I, I mean, he... He, he pretty much legalized, you know, pedophilia in the law with the Senate bill that he signed in, in 2020 um, and, and his whole climate change obsession where, you know, he's like encouraging burning down of these of these beautiful California forests and the rolling blackouts that you guys have faced out there. Wants everybody to have electric cars, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's really insane. Um uh, you know, like we mentioned before, career politician from the time, his time as mayor in San Francisco to what he's going for now on the Republican side in 2024. I think I think I think and I hope that Ron DeSantis fulfills his full term as governor here in Florida just because we need him. And I think he's such a strong statesman. With that being said, Trump and DeSantis would not be on the same ticket. They're just they're two two separate strong entities. Like they have this respect and it's almost like wrestling. Like they have a respect and kinship for each other because of like what they're able to do and what they're able to, you know, draw, so to speak. Uh, but they can never be on the same ticket. They're just, that's not going to happen. They're both too strong. So I do think Trump will be the nominee. Um, and he, you got to be careful calling yourself a MAGA Republican. Remember Biden said that you're a domestic terrorist if you call yourself that. So be careful. Oh my God. Yes, with the you're, Nazi you're, background. You're <laughs> You're a threat to democracy, Jasmine St. Clair. <laughs> so I, I do think Trump will be the nominee. Um, I, I think we'll find out very soon and right after the midterms. And look, just to echo your sentiments, when he was in office, the economy was way better. Gas prices were better. We all had more money in our pocket. The border was secure. Crime was at an all-time low. Uh, you know, national security was incredibly strong. Our foreign relations were great. Everything that he did in Israel um, and, and all he, you know, this criminal justice reform policies doesn't get talked about a lot either. I mean, that was just a, a huge, great thing that he did. Um, and then also another thing that doesn't get brought up a lot was how 
tough he was on the issue of human trafficking um, by creating the human trafficking task force and, and all the, the strength that he put in that area. So look, it was, it was a, a great four years. I think it could have been better had he had a better Republican Congress having his back rather than trying to undermine him. Um, and that's why it's important here in the midterms that we get good, strong candidates in the House and in the, and in the Senate. Yeah, I hope. Did you volunteer to work the polls in Florida? So I, I, I'm glad you brought that up during the poll, poll watching. That's an incredibly vital volunteer position. Uh, I'm, I'm working on like a couple of individual campaigns. So, you know, we have our poll watchers like strategize. We got them recruited and everything like that. So uh, I'll be, I'm doing more so like the canvassing, the phone banking, uh, leading volunteers in that regard. Um, and, uh, you know, strategizing on early voting sites, sign waving, stuff like that. That's kind of my, more, that's my forefront, like standing in the, in the polls and like being silent. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, that's the whole problem is voting was only one day out of the year, people. It's one day, whether you have to take off from work, whether you have to declare it a national holiday, because we know there's so many people, especially in this new age group, this uh, whole, whatever you call them, gen, whatever, they don't want to work, but they want money. So stay home for the day and vote. But instead they have mail-in ballots, which we know is fraud. Dinesh Dessau's 2,000 idiots, 2,000 mules, whatever you want to call it, living proof of that. Now I have this, okay, so we're going to go back to this presidential ticket. So maybe MJT, uh, MJ, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, MG, MJ, MTG, sorry, my brains were like, I, when I got going, I get going. Um, MGT and Trump, Gavin and Kamala. Now, we all know that the election fraud is coming out. Mike Lundell was just very passionate about it. And I still want to buy him dinner one day because it would be a cheap dinner because he does not drink, but also because it's my way of thanking him for doing his service to the USA in that respect. And it's all coming out now. Do you think, hypothetically, and this is the best dream ever, if they decide to have Kamala run, as vice president to Gavin and she gets on one of her high horse tirades, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Do you think she would flip on the election fraud or do you think it would be the Clintons first because they got more to lose? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that she would flip. That's for sure. And that's, man, we, each each and every state, especially the red states, uh, they got to put a halt to this unsolicited mail-in balloting. Even in like my Republican primary that I was in, I mean the mail-in, like once the mail-in ballots came in, it was crazy just the numbers that that came in. And, um, and and look, as you said, it used to be just voting day. Now, like in the primary here in Florida, there's an early voting week. In the general election, the general election day is November the 8th. Here in Florida, early voting starts October the 24th. Like, why do we need that much time? Like, absentee ballots used to be just for, for military veterans or people that had, uh, you know, primary residence, but they didn't live there. You know, folks in nursing homes, stuff like that. Like, where it's like legitimate reasons why you can't make it on polling day. Um, you know, polls are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., you know, generally, I, I I don't know why anybody couldn't be able to take ten or fifteen minutes on for such a monumental, important thing, uh, you know, task, civic duty, as such as voting, to to go cast their ballot. Um, and a lot of times, I mean, you get you get sample ballots that way. You get that in the mail. You can research each candidate, and you get plenty of time to kind of do your research and make you make your selections. Man, um, we don't need early voting, like two weeks of early voting. It's crazy. It really is. And it gives, look, it gives 
um, it, it gives the opposition or gives anybody really a prime opportunity to kind of meddle with the election process. Yeah, and if I see that, I mean, they're they're having a hard time right now recruiting people to work at the polls in that town. It's right up the street. So that's good in a way, but I will be keeping an eye on that. And I don't give a shit if I get arrested for taking someone down, for not having ID. I don't give a fuck. If you come to this country, you have your ID and you come here legally. You don't do this Joe Biden shit. In yeah. Texas, when they had the shooter, why is it that they did not bring up the agenda that he was a tranny? He was taking some kind of hormone suppressors. There's a photo of him in women's clothing. He definitely had that money from the cartel, I'm pretty sure. Where do you think an 18-year-old kid gets money for arms like that? I, I totaled it up. It was something around nine or 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. And again, do the the hormone suppressants and the, and the chemical castration and all that stuff that they're pushing, it, it just twists people mentally uh, to where it's irreversible. That damage is irreversible that's happening to them. Let me ask you this, Jasmine, as far as the election process in California, do you have a lot of uh, ballot, ballot harvesting and drop boxes and stuff like that there? One good step that we did take here in Florida is they, they put it into like these drop boxes and stuff like that where people can ballot harvest in mass amounts. We got them all over. Unfortunately, there's one a few blocks from here and you see all the bums hanging out there and everything. And they're all over the place, but you don't even have to do that. You could just have these mules come in in the middle of the night to one specific place and just drop the shit off. And they're not going to say anything because it's California, you know, and, and you get there. There are all these ballots for people that used to live here that are coming in. So should I just fill it out for my Republican candidate? Because I'll be more than happy because clearly you're not getting prosecuted. Oh, but then again, Republicans do not behave like that. We do not behave like wild banshees, like BLM. We do not behave like banshees, like fucking Antifa. We behave like human beings. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a different story, but I, I don't know. I mean, I hope that everything changes because anyone that votes for Karen Bass in California is a freaking idiot. You know, that's for sure. And it's, it's a shame that we can't have these voices in entertainment. Now, the mm -hmm. Hollywood elites that protect this, these liberal agendas, those blue laws do not affect them. They affect working people, such as ourselves. You know, yeah. when these people are in the streets running around and you have to use a gun. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So hopefully yeah. it's a big wake-up call people show up. And you know, what was crazy for me as an outsider here was the, uh, the recall on Gavin Newsom, because there was even... There was even like comrades that I have and and that are you know professed Democrats that I'm, that I'm friendly with and they were like I I don't like what Newsom's done I think I'm going to vote for Larry Elder but it was just like I was surprised that that Larry Elder didn't get more momentum than he did um, you know here he is a you know a, a black Republican from South Central Los Angeles homegrown like made a made a huge name for himself very successful author and philanthropist and. And like, you know, and then he had all these, all these racist comments at him because he was a black Republican. Like it was crazy. It was. It was really sad. And there are a few things which will bring me to Carrie Lake because we're talking about elder. Um, people are so stupid and misinformed. These younger voters thought he was for the death penalty. He's for this, he's that. You people are not focusing on the right. He wasn't for the death penalty, by the way. There should be a test that everyone takes before they vote to make sure you know what everyone's agenda is, but these people probably can't fucking read anyway. So, cause they're too busy on TikTok. Um, 
I mean, this generation does not know how to write in cursive for crying out loud. They will never know what it likes, what it's like to smell a book at a bookstore, even though that sounds creepy. But with Elder, he conceded too early because for Gavin to bring out that horse faced bitch and that old man to come out here to campaign for him. That is an issue. That's showing that he you brought, he brought Obama too. Don't forget that. He brought Obama to California. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He came too. Yes. Another one. So yeah. he came as well. So they came out here. So Carrie Lake did not concede. She stayed till the end. People came out and voted in person. So if we want to see a change, everyone has to come out and vote in person. Mm -hmm. And when you're running, do not concede early. I think he was bullied. That's my personal opinion. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I think he was this close and he would have had it and then he left, which I think by Pelosi and what that those people, I think that they were racist. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah, I think it's it's like mob intimidation tactics. I'm sure that's what they put on him, threaten his family. Look, in my small little state race, you know what I mean? I, I had um, half threats like that from the GOP side. So I can certainly understand what, you know, where he would come from. But look, you got to be principled. You got to stand strong. And, and I do think like it was a good we the people type moment in California because they got enough signatures to force their recall. Uh, you know, it takes a lot to re to do a recall for a governor, especially, uh, you know, in, 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 in a state as huge as California as well. So that was, I think we are out here in Florida, we were cheering it on. And um, uh, it was, I don't know, it was really cool to watch that it at least got to that point. It was intense being in the middle of it, you know, and they claimed that I voted by mail, which I didn't. I vote in person. Most Republicans are self-respecting conservatives do vote in person. I don't care if I'd have to fly back for the day to vote in person. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was there, there's this really old man in a wheelchair and he had his mask on. Um, my boyfriend remembers this, it's so funny. So he's just there with this kid pushing him and this other lady waiting to vote. Oh, look who came to vote. I'm like, what is that? Like Joe Biden or something? I totally just slid my mind. I'm like, what am I saying? But that's the first thing I thought of. Now, when wrestling, are you ever afraid that you are in the ring with someone that is so against what you believe that they will take it out on you somehow physically? Because that would be my biggest fear. No, I actually, I, I'm not. And like, there is this, uh, I don't want to say unwritten rule or moral code in wrestling. Like, you know, for, for me, just, for, and, and again, I've been all over the world and been fortunate enough to work for, for all the large companies and, and all the great independents across the country and across the world as well. 
like when I when I enter a building as and I put on my my hat as a professional wrestler, I don't care what your beliefs are, I don't care what your agenda is, I don't care where where you're at because when we're in there, we're in there to do business. We have a common bond where we like appreciate and love professional wrestling and you know when you're giving your body to somebody uh like it's you know who who's who you, what kind of tough guy takes advantage of somebody that, like it gives you their arm or gives you the body you know what i mean like that's not i don't know that would just be really really low to take advantage of somebody that's like trusting you with their body in the ring um and so no i, I i'm not afraid in that regard uh look I, i've been in the ring with the the absolute toughest in the business. Um, and I'm, I'm here to tell the tale. Uh, I've you know been blessed with an incredible journey in pro wrestling. And so, no, I, I'm not afraid in that regard. And, and that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's really awesome. I feel bad now because I like gave Missy Hyatt a double concussion, but she came into the ring, like messed up on something. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we were in a like a evening gang match and I took my uh, my stocking off and I started choking her as hard as I could. But yeah. I didn't stop. I just kept going and going like, hey, well, you know, seats like receipts yeah. kind of a different thing. But yeah. like when you just oh I don't like the way this this per I don't like the way this person thinks or I don't like their beliefs. So I'm just gonna you know beat the shit out of them in the ring. Like it's a whole other story. Like Come on, dude. Like, that's wrong. <laughs> you know I'd I mean? expect that from someone off, like, Tough Enough or some shit or, like, a casting network's ad. Yeah, Why yeah. did you even choose wrestling growing up? Like, I remember we met years ago at Ian Rotten's show. Yes. Was it Ian or Axel? It was the Ian show. Ian, yeah, bless his soul. In July of 2001. Yes. In IWA Mid-South, Extreme Heaven in Charlestown, Indiana. You were there with me. Yes. Russell, but yeah that's that, that that's where i met you and check us out like it was so cool i wish i still had it i got, i got a uh a polaroid picture with you <laughs> i remember so yeah so no that, that's where i met you iwa mid south um why did i choose wrestling look you know i grew up watching it i was born in 84 and that when hawkamania booms happened uh you know Grew up during that height of the Hulkamania area and Hulkamania, Hulkamania era, excuse me. Every Saturday morning was in front of the TV um, and, and then just, you know, started going to local independent shows in Indiana where I was from. Fell in love with ECW, went to ECW shows and got exposed to that style. And then in 99, it was really cool because uh, XPW had a really great syndicated TV um, deal like they're like in indiana we got xpw tv every sunday afternoon and so i got to see that on tv as well and just you know when you get to see this like alternative uh style of wrestling where it was like underground and the death match and the hardcore and just like just something different other than what the wcw and wwf were offering at the time so you know just really fell in love with that i was like hey i can do this and then you know i went to iwa and eventually got trained to iwa and then you know, before you know it, I, I'm at CCW and then going to Japan and, and, and traveling the world and became king of the death matches. And, and then this crazy journey led me to being a referee for WWE and working at WrestleMania. So like, it, it, it's pretty wild when you think about it. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed um, how WWE handled China because mm -hmm. I really liked her. She was just a wonderful person. And she opened the doors for like so many girls and did so much for women's wrestling. Yeah. And sort of disappointed how they handle, you know, your situation. And, you know, I, people know sometimes I can get chock full of conspiracy theories. It just depends what time of the day it is. 
and um, if I've worked out before or not. And, uh, you know, I still say sometimes people get set up for things. And at the end of the day, I don't think you did anything bad if that was the case, because I'm out there trying to stop pedophilia too. I don't have kids, so it doesn't, you know, maybe it doesn't make me the most, um, you know, likely candidate to fight for kids, you know, and I hate pedophiles. I hate the fact that people are out there they're coming for people's kids. People don't give a fuck and they just let it go on and on. These, these are sick people that want to rape your kids. They yeah. want to touch them inappropriately. They want to brainwash them. You know, the only resource out there right now is Gabrielle Clark's website. I don't know if you've been to it, but she talks to parents about how to, you know, reverse the indoctrinations or if the kids have been, you know, brainwashed. But getting back to, before I went off on my crazy rant, uh, I mean, it's just very sad how they handled it and do you ever have any regrets about any part of this or are you just happy that you're here with xpw wrestling <laughs> island of misfit toys <laughs> yeah no nah, no worry so and look you don't have to have children to to have a disdain for for pedophilia or for anybody that wants to attack children or, or traffic children or anything of sort of like that so look that was a that, that was a fight that was that was on my heart um you know, worked a lot locally in, in raising awareness for that and helping victims and resources and stuff like that. Because Florida ranks third in the nation for human trafficking, um, you know, behind California and Texas. So, you know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it's a huge issue. It doesn't get talked about a lot. When it comes to my dismissal, so to speak, from WWE, you know, it's funny as they told me it was budget cuts. Yeah, I, I love I love when they say that. It's always budget cuts. Uh, but, like, Look, I had an incredible seven years there. Uh, did everything that anybody could do as a referee there. I had, you know, so many main events and takeovers, uh, you know, went around the world, you know, ref Ronda Rousey and Triple H and at WrestleMania, like that's huge. Um, multiple WrestleManias, Royal Rumbles, all that stuff. Uh, but look, when, you know, in 2020, you know, when they, they wanted to push the COVID tyranny and, and everybody just kind of went along with it and, you know, after so long, I just couldn't stay silent about it. Yeah, I was, you know, I remember I would come to work and be like, guys, why are they forcing us to wear these masks when we come in here? We're getting ready to get in the ring and take them off. Like, does COVID, like, magically disappear whenever we're in the ring? Like, does anybody else think this is freaking crazy? Am I the only one? That, you know what I mean? And, like, I, it was crazy. People that I have known for, like, 15 years, Jasmine, like, totally turned on me just because I questioned any kind of efficacy about masks or, or, you know, vaccines or anything that they were pushing or contact tracing and, and all this. I was like, we're supposed to be like these grown tough athletes. And like, we're worried about this virus that has a 99.5% survival rate. Like what's, what the heck is going on? You know what I mean? And so uh, just people just turned on me like huge. And, you know, I started speaking out locally against the mandates that were happening in my, in my County and, and in my city um, and, you know, just there was just a calling on my heart. And I was like, look, I'm not going to be silent about this anymore. Um, you know, we we the people, we have to stand up when there's tyranny at our front door. We have to defy it. We have to to say we are not going to comply um, with your ridiculous rules, your ridiculous mandates, and your stupid measures. And look, we got to be willing to face the consequences. I, I knew, you know, that my time there was going to come to an end. And there was a point, you know. And Jasmine, I'm sure you, you know, you might be able to identify with this, but like, it got to a point where I was going to work just for the paycheck. And like in pro wrestling, if you're doing it just for the money, that's, that's, it's time to check out. It really is because like, this is, 
it's supposed to be the greatest job in the world. And if you're not going to work and being, you know, fulfilled and, and passionate about what you're doing, um, then, then why are you even there? And so I knew that time was coming to an end. I trusted that whatever was next, whatever door was next for me, uh, would be fine. And I've, you know, since leaving WWE, I've done well in the residential construction industry, you know, managing my own business and, and everything like that, like had no experience whatsoever. It's, it's gone fantastic. Um, you know, stayed in shape and then got involved in politics. And now here we are where the door is open again to, uh, to do some wrestling and do it at a high level. And look, I'm excited that, that me and Rob Black, you know, can made contact and came to terms and, I think it's going to be really awesome for, for the fans. I think it's going to be really awesome for, you know, for XPW. And I'm looking forward to having some fun and and, uh, and tearing it the hell up. I really am. So I think people are going to, you know, they're going to like what they see when I get back in the ring. I know they are. I think it's going to be great. It's been talked about quite a bit this week. And, um, yeah, the whole mask thing, it was never really a red thing or a blue thing. I have friends in acting classes that are liberals, and they um, – they don't want to take a vaccine because they don't know what the fuck's what's in the thing. You know, then I'm we're at CVS drugstore and this poor kid is crying because your parent, the parent sits him down to stick a damn needle in their arm with the vaccine and the kid is crying. I just like, I just wanted to like jump off the roof, but I was like on the first level. So I'm not going very far. And this mask thing. So how stupid do you fucking idiots feel who wore that mask? How dumb do you feel? You let the oxygen go back into you. Then you see idiots in cars with a mask on and you're by yourself. I'm in the street today and this woman comes walking by me and puts a mask on. Are you that sick woman? I, I mean, still wearing it out there? Yeah, no, she did that. Then it's just, I, I do not believe in masks. I think yeah. it's a joke. In fact, I'd like to put a bunch of chloroform in one and just hand them out to people I do not like. If you're <laughs> sick, then stay the fuck at home. If you are sick and you are that scared, Stay yeah. home and just watch the TV and listen to lying Fauci because he's the one that screwed up the AIDS scandal, but the AIDS yeah. epidemic before we had H1N1, there were no lockdowns and it was yeah. way worse than this. You put people yeah. in a house, they attacked Trump in his last year. This is their call for desperation. They mm -hmm. did that. They locked you in and people were so scared. They're just watching TV, watching TV. You know, I went to my allergist and they're like, oh, you need your mask. I'm like, no, I don't. Your right. president said we don't. Oh, we have auto compromise, autoimmune compromise patients. I'm like, well, that's their problem. They could go visit you from home. I'm not, I'm not gonna put a mask on. Yeah. So I didn't. I just walked into the back, like into one of the rooms to get my allergy shots. Yeah. They just looked at me like, okay. The crazy yeah. thing I thought was when like at people at gyms were yeah. like, <laughs> like, do you realize you're really affecting the way that you breathe especially if you're on a stairmaster doing cardio and you're covering your face with a mask like <laughs> like we're like it's like you're tough athletes you're sweating everywhere and you know what i mean like in wrestling like we bleed all over each other it's like we're worried about this mask, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah it, it's through it's yeah no sorry to cut you off that's the thing i'll put your mask up over your nose it's like i'm breathing on myself dickwad where should i put the mask you want to cover them you want to put your mask up because you're ugly then fine you do that but this whole thing, number one, when I saw the WWE pay-per-view during COVID, it looked like an animated video game. So when you don't have all the smoke and fireworks and all the adrenaline, you see what the product really is. Number two, why is it that I've been to these XPW shows rolling around in a room with thumbtacks um, around people sweating and bloody, and I haven't heard about one case of COVID. So maybe it's just me. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, I Jeff, think we're going to get COVID. <laughs> I, think, I think Fauci should, should face crimes against humanity for all the lives that he's caused through all this yeah. and, and all the people's careers that have been lost. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Look, in, in my industry, there's, you know, uh, alleged pedophiles, there's people with giant drug records, people that have robbed banks, they totally get a pass. Not a problem at all. But like, heaven forbid, I'm a conservative that like questions masking and stands up against human trafficking. Like, it, it like it likes one Trump tweet, like, holy cow, I'm the, I'm the worst on the, on the earth. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy society. But look, I hope we're getting behind it. I hope that's, I hope that's in the rear view. Um, and just me personally, you know, I'm excited about life. I'm excited about XPW and just, you know, getting back out there. And, and you know, at 38 years old, I feel better than ever. I really do. That's good. And it's good. You have a good outlook on it. And, you know, I really hope you run again. And when you do, I mean, in the meantime, just speak to the younger voters and do what you feel is best to, you know, to spread the agenda because we need to make America great again. You're going to make wrestling great again. Let me know where could everyone find your socials? Like, what are your socials? Yeah, yeah. So uh, at my my Instagram is at the Drake Words. It's my it's my legitimate last name W U E R T Z. You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, if you're a professional wrestling fan, I do have T-shirts available um, at uh, at prowrestlingtees.com/slash Drake Younger. Um, so I got the Psycho Shooter shirts. I got the old Deathmatch shirts. They're all there. Don't be afraid of of ticking off your liberal friends. Wear a Drake Younger shirt. Uh, support the cause. And check out XPW online, their, their Instagram, their Facebook, their website. Um, November the 12th, I'm making my return at the uh, the ballroom in Newark, New Jersey. Um, going up for the King of the Death match. There's going to be a lot more that's going to come out here in the, few, the next few weeks. Regarding that, regarding what I'm doing in professional wrestling, I'm grateful to sit here and have this conversation with you, Jasmine, just about life in general and, and the conservative movement, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of COVID tyranny. Like it's just, it's cool just to have this melting pot of a conversation and I'm excited to, to, to connect with you and link up with you as well. Thank you very much for coming on and I will see you at the show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.